You're listening to Wellbeing Connection, the CMHA Manitoba and Winnipeg podcast. I'm your host, James Wellsman. The Canadian Mental Health Association, Manitoba and Winnipeg, wishes to acknowledge that we are gathered in Treaty 1 territory at the crossroads of the Anishinaabe, Métis, Cree, Dakota, Ojibwe Nations, and on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe peoples and the homeland of the Métis Nation. None of the content in this podcast is intended to replace the advice given to you by your medical team. If you are in crisis, please phone the Manitoba Suicide Prevention and Support Line at 1-877-435-7170 or text CONNECT to 686868 for the Kids Help Phone. Welcome to Wellbeing Connection. I am Stephen Sutherland. I am a program director uh, here at CMHA Manitoba and Winnipeg. My colleague James, who usually hosts this, is away this week. And so I get the privilege of hosting this podcast for you, the listeners, and really excited about continuing the conversation of youth mental health Uh, and addictions and recovery and all the things that we do here at the CMHA, but also with the courageous participants who engage in our services, but also something that might be new to our audience, which is the integrated youth hub model. And so we know for the last number of weeks, we've been really following Brandon and that 330 ride, and it was an epic ride. It was so great to be a part of it. Money continues to be coming in through Donor Drive, which is, you know, ridedonehide.com forward slash Manitoba. The month of July, all the money that's being raised is going directly to support this amazing new service that we get to uh, lead as a, a lead agency, but with an incredible amount of support from the collective community. And so today I have uh, one of our most new managers here uh, at CMHA Manitoba, Winnipeg. We have Levi LaBelle, who's the manager of Youth Hubs. And uh, Levi, we are just thrilled to have you here at CMHA. Maybe just talk a little bit about what brought you to CMHA, why an integrated Youth Hub is an interest of yours. And uh, let's get the conversation started. Yeah, thank you. Um, You know, those are some really excellent questions, and there's some big questions. Uh, You know, part of the reason I came to uh, the Canadian Mental Health Association is that, you know, I have a really deep desire to work with youth. Um, I have been working with youth since I was a youth myself, and I have, you know, experienced firsthand, um, you know, what uh, some of the challenges are that you know many of the folks who will be accessing our our services are going through, but also what it looks like to advocate and provide those services for youth. Um, so it excites me a lot that you know I'm going to be able to be a part of this exciting new youth hub uh, um, facility and uh, be a part of the youth hubs movement here in Manitoba. Um, so we are going to be creating a number of youth hubs uh, across 
the province. We are going to be located specifically uh, in the downtown West Broadway area to serve inner city youth. And yeah, I couldn't be more more thrilled to be a part of that team. Well, Levi, you know, people people can't see what you look like, but, you know, it looks like you're a youth yourself, you know, like you, you can't be any any older than 20. No, kidding. You, you have <laughs> such a, a youthfulness, uh, an approach uh, about you that really wants this space to be incredibly inclusive. Maybe you can talk about why that's important to you and why would that be important to an integrated youth hub model? Um, you know, inclusion is sort of the, the foundation of everything that I do. Um, it is a core belief of mine that we need to ensure that everybody who has, you know, has a voice, has has the ability to use that voice and to um, really advocate for themselves. Um, you know, I've been I've been a youth and I've felt uh, that feeling of voicelessness and um, I know how hard that can be. And so um, wherever I can, I think it's important that we we provide opportunities for all youth to be able to show up no matter where they're from or what they look like or who they love. And so so that is a foundational principle um, that I've been uh, bringing to this project, um, particularly, um, you know, in in light of the last few years, you know, I think truth and reconciliation are, you know, are important principles that we also need to bring forward. Uh, so, you know, there's there's always an evolving atmosphere of inclusion as we are, you know, increasing our understanding of how to include more of those voices at the table. And so I think you know, uh, the Youth Hub is a really exciting uh, venue for us to uh, bring all those youth together, whether that is, uh, you know, through recreational activities, uh, support groups and networks, or, you know, our advisory committees that we, uh, I know we'll talk about a little later. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, as we began this process of, considering leading a youth hub along with some partners, we really wanted to engage with youth and families who are gonna use a service to hear from them of what is necessary, what is the barriers, what are the gaps in the service delivery that you want as an individual? And, and I imagine the people that we're gonna be serving in the West Broadway community are maybe are a bit different in terms of the needs that most will go to like their own clinic in their neighborhood. Uh, why would it be important for youth to have a space that they can call them their own? You know, we've all, you know, regardless of our age, we've all become really used to um, experiencing services that are very directed at us. And whether that's, you know, going to our, our family doctor, our clinic, and having the experts tell us, you know, what to do and us just having to follow it. Um, very rarely have we, I think many of us have had the experience where people have asked us, what would you like to do? What is best for you? And, you know, I think most of us know, uh, know inherently that we are the experts of our own lives. We are the experts of our experience. And so that is what 
this youth hub model really is. It's about it's about you know asking youth to be those experts, right? To bring the expertise that's part of their life and and to really direct and determine what services they need and how they're going to you know benefit them in their life. And so you know I think it's our job to show up and to you know have that buffet of services right so that they can make those those choices. Uh, I think choice is you know foundational it's it's fundamental to empowerment. We can't be empowered without the ability to choose. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think this <laughs> this idea of like sharing information and being able to navigate systems that that are often very complex, confusing. A lot of people just they just give up. It's they they go to a place, they go to that kind of what I call that rejection desk, right? So. It's supposed to be like this very welcoming, oh, yeah. you know, environment. And they're just, they're just, you know, they just really feel like they don't belong. They're told to go somewhere else. Uh, you know, people come in with all their belongings and immediately someone thinks that the, that this person's unsafe. So, so a lot of assumptions about folks that may be using our, our youth hub, but also this collaboration amongst people uh, that we've we call our core partners why is that so important why is it so important for an integrated youth hub model uh, to have those partnerships on site well you know it's 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 kind of i think been a dream of many many frontline service workers that you know the the folks that we serve and the folks that we are there to support could go to one place and in one-stop shop literally get services in everything that they need. And so that is really what the Youth Hub model is. It is that one-stop shop. But, um, you know, that, of course, requires services to come together and really collaborate in ways to find to find how their services can, can come together, can link together, create new things um, and and really work in synchronicity, um, you know, which is not something that, you know, many service providers may have experienced before. You know, I think we are all used to being very specialized uh, in what we do and, you know, we, we become the experts in what we do. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll make a referral, but it's, there's, this requires a much more deeper engagement where we really have to take that referral to the next level. It's not just about saying, hey, can you help this person? It's now it's like, hey, we're working together with this person. How can how can we best uh, work with them? And what do they want from us, right? What, can, what, what do they expect us to bring to the table for them? And um, having those collaborative uh, communal conversations really does change uh, what that service can look like. Absolutely. For those that are that are just joining us again, we're here with Levi LaBelle. He's the manager of the Youth Hub, the West Broadway Youth Hub that will open in the fall of 2021. Really excited to, to have Levi with us. Uh, Levi, I know that you have a background in supporting youth and your passion for youth. 
But you also have a passion in working with newcomers and maybe talk about why that is, where did that come from, and how does the newcomer population of Winnipeg connect with uh, this integrated youth hub model? You know, I, uh, I, I stumbled into uh, settlement services uh, quite by accident, actually, and discovered that I had a real, a real passion for working uh, with the newcomer population of Winnipeg. Um, newcomers, um, oh, the joy of, of working with newcomers is indescribable um, because they're really learning and experiencing Canada and all that we have to offer in new ways every day. Um, and of course, that brings with it, you know, many challenges as well. Um, so it, there, it's always very exciting to see uh, where it's going to go. And everyone comes from somewhere different, and I get to learn from them as much as as much as they're learning about Canada. And and so, you know, it's very exciting that we all get to learn together. I know I keep saying that everything is exciting. The the amount of excitement when we talk about. Uh, youth hubs, not only in this building at 930 Portage Avenue, but with all those uh, virtual calls or those meetings that you're having outside uh, what we do here at 930, people are really getting uh, involved and are really interested. You know, wh- why do you think that is? You know, I, I, it's because we all know, we all know that, you know, one of the biggest barriers to accessing services is, is location. It's location, transportation, you know, and 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 if we can eliminate that barrier, you know, uh, think of think of all the benefits that it will have for someone who is experiencing multiple challenges, you know, to go to one place. You know, no one ever just presents with a mental health issue. Right. No one ever just presents with a need for employment. You don't just need a job. Right. You may need a job because, you know, maybe your housing is at risk. And so you need assistance with your housing and, you know, you need a job because you don't have any money. Well, maybe there's some financial pieces around that that need to support. Maybe you don't have access to food. Right. So that could be another avenue of support, you know, and underlying all of those things, you know, we could have trauma mental health issues, physical health issues, family issues, like all of these things work together all the time. And they, you know, as much as our, our programs and our, 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 and the organizations uh, that we're working with have all, you know, kind of worked in their specialties, right? We know that the people that we're working with are going to be working with multiple agencies, and they're going to have to travel from place to place to place and manage appointment after appointment after appointment. And many times they're repeating the same information. They're re-traumatizing themselves in some cases when they have to tell those stories over and over again. And imagine if they could do that just once. Yeah. And I think of, you know, what can people expect when they walk through the doors of the West Broadway Youth Hub? What, how do you envision that? You know, um, I know we're really talking about uh, the design of the space right now in a lot of ways, and we're waiting for construction. But for me, the, you know, when I talk about the youth hub, you know, I talk about how it's going to feel because I think, you know, just 
youth in particular, but all of us, you know, we really make decisions based on how how something feels and we vote with our feet, right? If some place doesn't feel welcoming, we're not going to stay there. And when I think of, you know, the very uh, broad demographic of youth that we are going to be working with in, in the downtown West Broadway Youth Hub, you know, we're going to be working with newcomers. We're, we're going to be working with, you know, uh, folks with an Indigenous cultural background. We're going to be working with folks uh, who may be a street involved or living with addictions or disabilities. And so there's a, going to be a very wide range of folks who are going to be coming to this hub. And my vision is really to have it be welcoming to everyone. I want everyone to feel like this space is for them, that the space and the people there are welcoming them in a way that they want to be welcomed. And, you know, that's a that's a tall task. <laughs> that's a very tall task. But, it sure is. Uh, yeah. We're we're up to that challenge. And uh, you know, I know that we are we're currently talking about how we can design the space to help us to do that welcoming, right? Whether through through sign signage and art and and you know, even where walls are and so uh, and what the floor looks like. So I I hope that uh, when people walk through those doors, it's going to feel like home. Mm. Yeah, that's really great. That, in, in as I look at the drawings and as you know, we work with construction and architects. You know, that was a resounding response from uh, our core folks who are partners, but also those who will access it. So those that are on that advisory council, you know, for youth and for families. Uh, uh, those that I identify indigenous, like I think bringing those folks together to really give you and your team and the extended team, which is beautiful, right? Isn't it wonderful to have an extended team? You know, really the information that's necessary to do that programming. So we often hear and ask, you know, uh, get asked all the time. So what what can people expect? What's programming going to look like? When? What are the hours, you know, Levi? Tell me all the things that you know that are going to be included in the Youth Hub. And you say? I don't know. And uh, that's that can be really hard for people to hear. Uh, what do you mean? You're, you're building a building, you're, you're creating a service, and you don't know what it is. Um, but we, we do really know what it is. Um, we know that it is youth-led and that youth are going to be you know, helping us to determine what that bundle of services are uh, that are going to be available. And then that is going to change over time as youth, you know, come and go, as youth uh, provide us with input and say, you know what, this is really important to me and my community right now. Then we're going to focus on those things. And maybe that mm -hmm. won't be, it won't always be the case and we'll focus on something new, right? So it is going to be a cons constantly evolving uh, space with constantly evolving programming. We do know that we are inviting our partners to provide um, some sort of basic services as a foundation to get us started. But whether that's the same services that are going to be there six months from now, um, you know, that's that's going to be determined by the youth who use this space. So it, re it really does sound like this co-designed, co-produced model that, that we use 
every day here at 930 Portage Avenue and in all our other satellite sites, you know, working with adult literacy, uh, working with folks in Selkirk, uh, with housing, with, with mental health and addiction needs. The reality is things will evolve and things will change. And it sounds like a, an integrated youth hub really has its the pulse on those changes. And and would I be safe to say, is that because of this the, the idea of this being youth and family led? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, uh, you, you you hit the nail on the head, right? That this is, you know, perhaps the ultimate in co-produced, uh, co-production, right? You know, normally when we speak of co-production, we're talking about how uh, people who are experts by profession come together with people who are have expertise because they've lived their lives uh you know, with an understanding of something, and they come together, they create a they create a, a course or a program. This is the ultimate in in co-production because we are bringing all those same people together. But now, instead of just a course, we're talking about a building. We're talking about uh, we're talking about multiple levels of programming, and we're talking about you know the feeling, right? And they're co-producing. You know that 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 feeling that people have just been walking into a space. And so I think, yes, like the reason that this is going to be so flexible is absolutely because of the youth. This couldn't be done without them. These are our services that we're hearing directly that are necessary, needed, not only from youth and families, but from partners. And, and I think of schools. I think of the schools in the area. I think of the clinicians, the teachers, the educators, the administrators, the students who are attending. How do you see schools and that whole community engaged in youth hubs? Yeah, so, you know, schools are a really great sort of conduit for conversation, I think. You know, um, the teachers and resource folk and administrators are really, you know, facilitators of conversations sometimes. And and it's through them that a lot of the needs of a community are shared, right? Either within the school itself, but also back out from the school to the community at large. And so I'm I'm really excited that we are going to be able to work with a number of the schools in, in the area. You know, Gordon Bell is just down the street. There are neighbors. Um, we're also, you know, very close to uh, DMCI and to, you know, Grant Park and a number of other schools. And all of those schools um, have truly amazing staff who, who are in conversation with youth every day. And through those conversations, they hear, you know, what is important to youth and they can relay that. Um, but also they can they can let youth know that this uh, service exists and that they're welcome to come in and provide their input directly, right? So they're going to be an instrumental part of how that conversation continues to evolve. Yeah, and it, and it sounds like there, there's going to be something for, for everyone, you know, and in the in the not so likely case that that there isn't that for that person, it sounds like the referral, the the resources are robust in being able to navigate that. And I imagine you have some key staff 
um, that are going to be a part of your team. Maybe talk about your your team, your kind of core team of of uh, salaried kind of positions, and and maybe you know kind of give us an idea of some of the other folks that might be involved uh, or they are involved. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, the two two sort of uh, staffing areas that we're we're hiring for right now, um, we're looking for someone who's going to take on some of some of those uh, clinical counseling uh, leadership, really. And so, this is going to be a person who is going to get to know you and is going to get to know what your needs are and is going to be able to help to uh, direct you to other services within the hub, um, help you to get the right referrals at the right time, and is really going to be there to, you know, walk with you as you go to these places, right? So you're never going to feel like you're alone in in accessing a service. Uh, That's what this person is going to do. Um, you know, they're going to be that person who, you know, if you come to the hub and you had a had a meeting with someone and and say that that you know that that counselor or that or or, or that worker is is away for some reason, you know, this person is going to you know still be able to meet with you, right, and still going to be able to help to you know meet your needs. Um, so they're they're going to be pivotal to to. Uh, the functioning of the hub. The other position uh, that we're that we're looking at are peer facilitators, and so these are youth. They are youth who have you know a wealth of experience that they are bringing, uh, you know, to the hub, and are going to share some of those experiences with the people who are coming coming in the front door, right? And just providing um, that safe space where people can share share what's going on for them and know that the person who they're talking to knows what that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that is so important, I think, in, you know, truly feeling safe to access, uh, to access services. Absolutely. Just knowing, knowing that you're being heard and that the person understands you. Yeah, and, and that's the beauty of, of peer support, the work that we do at the CMHA, our partners who embody that model of people with lived living experience or expertise that we say often, you know, being able to be there in the front lines. Those are the individuals who are welcoming people in, uh, not dinosaurs like myself, you know, uh, wearing a bow tie. You know, it's like, you know, I want I want someone who who kind of resembles, you know, uh, what what my potential need is in this moment. And, and every day is going to look different. And I know that we're raising funds, uh, you know, and for our listening audience, you know, they've been going to ridedon'thigh.com forward slash Manitoba. And I know uh, I mentioned in the beginning of this segment that we are, you know, raising money this this first half of July for computers. Well, friends, it has been great uh, being with you at this uh, ninth episode of Wellbeing Connection. We look forward to uh, hearing some feedback, for people to really engage uh, with Levi and his team and the work that is happening uh, right down the street from us. 
which is super exciting. And Levi, we look forward to extending this conversation uh, next time. Thank you so much. <laughs>